0: Today we are going to talk about Christian hope. You can find the show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. I want to thank our sponsor media angels. You can find more information at MediaAngels.com about all of my books and products. Um, you can find several of my books, a few minutes with God and one more child on Amazon. Uh, you also may be interested in ministry or, um, you know, being with other Christians, uh, I am hosting the Ultimate Christian Communicators Conference in Tampa, Florida in 2020. So if you are listening to this beforehand, we'd love to have you join us. Um, visit ultimatechristiancommunicatorsconference.com and, you know, you can learn how um, perhaps the Lord has you, um, gives is giving you an idea for something you just don't know how to go forth and do it. So, Hopefully, uh, that will be a blessing. What is the difference between hope and Christian hope? Do we hope in what we want, or do we hope in God's will for our life? And that's going to be our theme for today. Hope in Christ is already accomplished. God's will has been done. Amen? Praise God, right? It's finished. So we can go on with our lives and not worry about anything. Don't you wish it were that easy? I remember a time in the not-so-distant past when the economy took a downturn and my husband had no work. And he was joining us for field trips with the little kids and they were all thrilled. But truthfully, we were both super worried. We started looking around and stores were closing, car lots were empty, and places that sold motorcycles were closing down. And I remember being in a popular store at one point and it was It was almost like a ghost town. It was so empty. During this time, many people, our family included, felt that the Lord had abandoned us. You know, what happened, Lord? What did we do wrong? You know, why are you not providing abundantly like you always have? Yes, we had savings to fall back on. So for us, that was a praise report. But we were still so concerned, you know, and, um, you know, wondering what is going to happen. Our hope is that our will be done, that God answers our prayers the way we want them with our outcome, right? Just think about this. It's humbling. We hope things go our way, right? Well, that is the way of the world. We do pray. We do ask. Of course we can ask. And of course we can hope. But we need to pray, yet not as I will, but as you will. And this is an echo of what Jesus said in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus said, and this is verses 36 through 42, and and do read that because it's, it's a reminder to us. He went a little beyond them, this is verse 39, and fell on his face and prayed, saying, My Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass me, yet not as I will, but as you will. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, So you men could not keep watch with me one hour, keeping watch and praying that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And that sums us up, friends. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. How do we hope in a seemingly hopeless world? How do we hope when we're depressed, when we're lonely, when we feel abandoned? How do we hope? when nothing seems to be going the way we hope. I've read things and I've heard of pastors that teach, you know, pray it, claim it, believe it, and it will happen. But those are not prayers that I feel are in aligned with the will of God, because they're only going to happen if they are God's will. When we lose hope, we feel that God has abandoned us. But Christian hope is different. While we hope for the Lord's Will in my life, yet not as I will, but as you will, we still hope for the best possible outcome. As I record this, today is 9 11, and it was a horrific time in American history when we had a terrorist attack on American soil. As I listened to the reports today, as they were remembering the time, we had expected a death toll from the twin towers alone that estimated 14 to 15,000 because of the number of people believed to be in the building. One source I read said that around 3,000 people were killed excluding the 19 hijackers and more than 6,000 were injured. Even one person, even one death is too many, but it was way less than was predicted. We read of so many miracles that happened. We saw the hand of God. We see that even when there is evil, even when terrible things happen, God is there. We continue to believe. We continue to hope. Psalm 121 says, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And then we read in Romans 8 24, 25, for in this hope we are saved. But hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait patiently. Sometimes we learn things while we're waiting. Sometimes, um, you know, we we learn so much as we pray. I'm going to be doing a podcast on God's perfect timing, and that's a little bit about what I talk about on that and that upcoming one. For those who died. We say, is there no hope? You know, for those of us who believe, we say things like, well, they are in a better place, or they are in heaven with the Lord, or they were immediate martyrs. We don't know the answers. We, we really don't. But God does. Isaiah 38, 18 says, For the grave cannot praise you. Death cannot sing your praise. Those who go down to the pit cannot hope for your faithfulness. But we can My friends, we can. We can hope and we can rejoice. You know, Lamentations 3, 17 through 20. I've been deprived of peace. I have forgotten what prosperity is. So I say, my splendor is gone and all that I had hoped from the Lord. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I well remember them and my soul is downcast within me. Is this how we feel? Is this how we feel when, when we feel like God's not answering us? That we have nothing to hope for? But we think of Christ and his words to the Father, and our hope is renewed. Romans 8 23 through 30. Not only so, but we ourselves, we who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we are saved, but hope that is seen is no hope. Who hopes for what they already have, right? I just read that a little bit ago. But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. And this is what I wanted to go on. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans and he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God and we know that in all things God works for good for those who love him that's one of my life verses who have been called according to his purpose for those God foreknew he also predestined to be conformed To the image of his son, so that we might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters, and those he predestined, he also called, those he called, he also justified, those he justified, he also glorified. Christian hope is when we read about what God has promised within the pages of the Bible, within the knowledge that God is never changing, within the trust that God never lies, his word is inspired, true, and without error. Friends, our hope is in Christ. It is in Christ. So let's pray. Lord, thank you for Christian hope and the knowledge that when we trust in you, our trust is secure. We are confident you hear our prayers and you will answer them according to your will for our lives. We know we will mess up and only you are holy and worthy of every good thing. Yet we love you, Lord, and we do hope in you. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, and I am glad and praise your name for this promise. Dear Lord Jesus, please hear the prayers we ask now and for those in our hearts. And I pray this in the hope that is in Christ. Amen. Are you ready for a conference that will change your life? The Ultimate Christian Communicators Conference welcomes you to come as you are and leave inspired, equipped, and connected with ladies who will mentor you from the minute you sign up for the conference and beyond. God has gifted you with a message that others need to hear and this conference and our speakers will provide you with the tools to implement a plan that is unique to you. We want to prepare you for success and give you ways to leave with the information you need. With our worship band, our hands-on staff ready to pray with you and for your specific needs and the talent of our speakers, you will be ready to take a leap to take your business to the next level. For details, cost, location, and schedule, go to Conference.com. We're waiting to help you.
1: Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on A Few Minutes with God Podcast. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.